Welcome to the studio, Danielle. Hello, 99net. Nice to talk to you. So nice to see you. Tell me about this new CD. It's kind of extraordinary and it's very different than what you've done before. It's soundtrack work, which we haven't heard from you before. How did you get involved with a film? And tell me a little bit about the film. Uh, Some friends of mine in L.A. who had become Daniel Ate the Sandwich fans through the power of the Internet and my undeniable charm um, had a project come across their desk. Uh, It was a documentary film about an artist named Edith Lake Wilkinson. And as they got further into the project, they asked me if I'd be interested in attempting to write original music and the entire score to this film. And I had said, I don't know, I don't know. And then eventually, okay, yes, I'll do it. And the film is about an artist, Edith Lake Wilkinson, who um, painted in her her earlier years and then was kind of mysteriously sentenced to an insane asylum. And all of her artwork was packed away until um, years later, her family uncovers these trunks and these mysteries surrounding their family member and are trying to figure out what happened to her, more about who she was, and show her artwork to the world. And so the songs are not unlike a lot of my original folk music, written um, on ukulele and guitar, uh, thoughtful lyrics, uh, simple arrangements, but there's a couple of instrumentals. Uh, The subject matter is a bit more serious, and I would say, um, I don't know, it feels more mature in a way from my other works, and maybe that is a bit because I removed my personal agenda from it and tried to tell the story of another person, but uh, there's still light and color and, and youth and, and fun, I think, in a lot of the songs, even though a lot of her story revol- revolves around kind of like the tragedy and the mystery of what happened to her in her life. I always wonder about the process of working with a director or a team that has a vision about what they're trying to accomplish in a, in a film or work of art like that, and how do they convey to you as a songwriter you know, how you can put your layer on top of what they're doing. What's that like? And, and particularly for you as a, an independent songwriter and I, uh, listening to your music for years, I consider, I mean, the way I listen to it, I think uh, it comes across as very personal. So how, was that difficult for you to write for a film, for a director, for a mood, for an atmosphere or for a character? That sounds like it would be a really different kind of process. Yes, that was the thing I was most worried about, the pressure of living up to not only people who had hired me to make their project look good and better, but also to write for a a person, not only a character now that she's deceased, but a real life person who lived and walked. And I myself hate being misunderstood. Or if you only have a certain number of facts, you label someone or assume they were away. So I didn't want to carry carry it away in in, a, in the wrong way for her. And so that was difficult for me, but the more I got into it, it became it became not necessarily easier, but just more comfortable to go, okay, I can't be too scared of jumping in or saying the wrong thing before I'm even able to say anything about her. So I I took it with a lot of caution and I tried to do the right thing. I tried to be careful. And um, 
in the end, the filmmakers were happy uh, and and bless their hearts. They were so supportive and encouraging to me along the way. And they had um, showed me showed me bits of the film, but more than anything, they were just kind of filling me in on their journey of what they were taping and kind of the secrets they were finding, the puzzle pieces of building the film and, and um, the parts of Edith's life. So I was along for that process but through email and, and photograph and whatnot. But um, a lot of the songs were written before I had actually seen the finished film or real real juicy clips of the film and that was just due to me wanting to write 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 I was impatient to wait for for when they said it was okay like you can wait Danielle and then we'll show you the film and then you can write but I was just I wanted to jump in and and get started let's hear some some music cool Uh, what are you you gonna play some music from uh your new release I will do that I will do that since we just gabbed about it so the new album is called The Drawing Back of Curtains, and it is the soundtrack to the film, which is called Packed in a Trunk, The Lost Art of Edith Lake Wilkinson. And the song I'm going to play today is called You Were My Home, and it is a love song um, to the town of Provincetown, Massachusetts, which is where Edith Lake Wilkinson studied art, uh, where she really thrived, and what we think she thought of as home. Search the world 
from Danielle Ate the Sandwich. She is live in the KGNU studios today with us playing music from her brand new uh, CD release. Uh, Original songs that she wrote for the film Packed in a Trunk, The Lost Art of Edith Lake Wilkinson. The CD is titled The Drawing Back of Curtains. So nice. Tell me about that song. That song is called Coming Back Down. And um, that's actually the first one I wrote for the film without, again, seeing anything. And I just kind of wrote it and sent it to the filmmaker saying, would this would work? Would this work? It's just a song about not giving up, even in the face of all the crappiness, as poetic as I can put it. And I kind of I wrote it with Edith Lake Wilkinson in mind, but I wrote it about myself at a time when I was going through some stuff. And so it's really just about getting back up again, even after you've been pushed down time and time again, and the the human will and the human spirit and how hard it is to be broken, even considering a lot of the stuff some of us have to go through. And it sounds like she had a challenging journey. 
with her artwork. Yeah, and... I mean, being put, being a woman in the early 1900s trying to make a living on art and then being locked away, right. not the best, not the best thing that can happen to you. No. And you mentioned that you wrote a lot of the song, well, you wrote all of the songs before you saw the film, and now I assume you've seen the, the release? I have, How do yeah. you feel about seeing the... It's incredible. The music together. It's incredible, and it it's it was a a pat on the back to go, Danielle, you did it. And the film is gorgeous. I love seeing it. I've seen it three times now, like in the movie theater, <laughs> and um, I'm not tired of it. And I I I pick up a new thing every every time I see it. And now I'm a little less out of the mind space of like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, is my song going to sound good when it comes on? And now I'm enjoying the entire piece of art that is the film. So it's really cool. And, you know, I've been kicking songs around uh, the Colorado music scene for like seven or eight years now and um, doing this for my job professionally for like six years. So it's great to have such an amazing opportunity come across my path and um, to be making songs in a new way, but still that's very like close and comfortable for, for me as a, a little songwriter. And we have a show coming up mm-hmm. on Sunday at Shine, and we're going to play a lot of the songs from the new album, and I'll be yapping about, about the story and the process of writing the soundtrack. And you'll be with your trio with Chris and Dennis? Exactly. I'll piece. be with my players. They're mm-hmm. they're incredibly talented and fun on stage. They play bass and violin. And they're also on the recording. So um, they help me fill out the sound and really create a lovely atmosphere. What other kinds of wonderful music do you have for us today? We'd love to hear another song. Yeah, I'll play a cover song now. Um, it's snowy outside here in Colorado. I drove from Fort Collins and uh, the roads weren't great, so here's a little a little song thinking of warmer days. It's My Girl. I got sunshine on a cloudy day And when it's cold Got all the riches, huh? 
Are you attracted to some of those old uh, Motown Definitely. songs? Definitely. It's so pretty. I love the, the old ukulele. Soul. What a beautiful Thank you. rendition. Really nice. I love the old soul songs. I love pop music. And I like doing covers so I can like really sing because a lot of my folk songs are very gentle vocally. So I like to play some of those soul songs so I can let her rip, <laughs> as all young women hope to do. Oh, yeah. And I think if you sang that live, you'd probably have some audience participation. <laughs> I've played it <laughs> live before. Yeah. Some audiences are really shy about singing along. Mm -hmm. And others, like, are so, so into it that they're, like, singing every word with me. And I'm kind of like, all right, guys, all right. I'm the singer. You're the audience. It's my show, you guys. Know your boundaries. <laughs> Just sing on the choruses. But, yeah, it's fun to sing those songs, too, that people are really willing to and excited to jump in on and recognize. Mm -hmm. We've got some uh, covers up our sleeves, me and my band, that we will be playing at uh, our CD release show at Shine this Sunday, March 1st. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and I've also got YouTube videos of lots of covers I love singing. I just mm -hmm. want to sing all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. I wanted to <laughs> sing. I was kind of singing in here while you were singing out there. Luckily, there wasn't a microphone because I can't really sing. But oh, it's nice to hear you. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. I really want to find out more about this character here. She sounds, uh, I have a feeling something amazing is going to happen in this documentary, Edith Lake Wilkinson. And you were saying that it's now available, the film is available to be seen at festivals and so on, but you were mentioning that uh, HBO is going to be showing the documentary. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, the film is not out yet to the public, but it's working the film festival scene. Uh, so it was at Palm Springs. It played in Atlanta. And um, I think they just, it's like the news is coming in as we speak where they will be playing throughout the year. But this summer, um, HBO has picked up the film for part of their documentary series, and it will air again this summer, 2015. There's not a, an official announced date yet, but that will be a good chance for everyone to see it. And um, after HBO, you know, there are contracts and rules and whatnot, but mm -hmm. after that fizzles, I think that uh, I'm sure it will be available and, and distributed in other ways so that um, people who don't have HBO can see it. You know, a lot of you right. bolder people mm -hmm. probably don't have cable. You're not into that. So we might have a, a way for you guys to see it later. That's so exciting you for be you. Be patient. Yeah. Congratulations. It's a big Thank it's you. a big undertaking and it's really a beautiful release. So congratulations. And we're going to hear one more song from Danielle Ate the Sandwich. And unfortunately, she has to get back on the road and try to finagle her way back <laughs> to Fort Collins. Thank you so much for coming out today. And uh, your choice, the last great, song. Great, great. Thank you for having me, KG yes, and you. And um, I'm going to end with a, an older Daniel Ate the Sandwich song. This is from my 2010 release. It's called 17 and 53. Tree. The branches broke their noise 
mother studied at the university. You were left all alone to realize that while you were growing older, he was busy growing older too. But I I don't know. 